we find ourselves in an interesting situation because we're experiencing time travel right now. The last time we played was actually in the future. What? Be because we had another dream sequence episode that we recorded because Merlin wasn't around when we were in Oklahoma City. So we're actually going back in time from when Asharis and Ghostslinger last played. And I will let you guys know when that episode slips in. So, so far, that hasn't happened, but it will happen in the future. Okay? Hold on. When we What's happening now? You're seeing now. <laughs> when seeing will then be now? Soon. <laughs> so, you guys... When we actually left off last time in the story that has happened, not that will happen eventually soon, you oh guys God. had just taken a short rest in this windmill and the house that's attached to it after fighting this scary skeleton head that's covered in flames, shooting magic bolts of energy at you. And just as you were getting ready to bed down, you heard a knock come from upstairs again. It was knock, knock, knock. And I think you all said, oh, no, not again. Ah, terrible. And then we okay. ended the episode. Oh. But yeah, last time you guys explored this. Oh, yeah. Last time you actually met the three families from uh, Scotland, Ireland, and England. And I did a fantastic job of keeping up all their accents the entire episode. Nobody can say otherwise. Yes. And uh, Merlin got a message. And you told the... Thing in your mind, the message that you keep getting in your mind. You said that you're traveling to Draycott, and you should be there in a week, and you asked what their name was. That'll be important later, maybe. Uh, and you ran across this windmill, this decrepit windmill that the three families warned you about, that they said, you know, to be careful around it because looters and thieves might have taken up residence there. But you didn't find any looters and thieves. Instead, you found a couple of coins and some, some flour and a creepy skeleton skull that attacked you with magic. Oh, and a portal to the uh, the Shadowfell. That happened, too. So, wow. there comes a knock from the attic overhead. You are somewhat recovered from your earlier bout with it, but you know that you need to find something that can dispel its evil or cleanse its unholy spirit. I seem to remember we rolled an arcana check on that last time. So I want to know where you guys are at. If you're getting ready to bed down for the night in this uh, this kind of somewhat decrepit windmill and house that's attached to it, where would you be bedding down? I would imagine in the house area. Is it episode 18? Ground floor, away from the skull. Away from the skull in the house. Okay. And I agree. To your question, Dad, yes, uh, actually this is episode 19. But it depends on whether you're counting the one-off episodes as normal episodes or not. But in normal time, this is episode 19. Okay. So you guys had one when you were somewhere else? Yes. The, we've actually had two episodes that have both occurred as dream sequences for Asharis and Ghostslinger when you were not present. Where was I? For one of them, I believe you were stuck in a Ooh. hurricane. and. Cuba. Other one. Was he in Cuba? I think so. No, couldn't have been. We started playing after he got back. Oh, no, he was. He was in Cuba and running away from a hurricane. You're right. Uh, and for the other one, uh, we met up in Oklahoma City on the weekend before Halloween. Okay. And uh, Asharis is uh, 
costumes were amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I sent you the pictures. Yes, I loved it. It was absolutely adorable. <laughs> Thank you. Beyond adorable. So I think the last time they had one of those, they talked to you a little bit about it, about how this big dragon chased them, right? I seem to remember something about that. Mm. Yes. So you know that they had this dream sequence before, but you don't know yet, and their characters don't know yet, that they're going to have another dream sequence eventually. <laughs> that hasn't happened yet, okay. even though we've already recorded it. Not so happening yet. <laughs> well, we know about it. And, and it's like some... <laughs> so, Merlin, they said they would be bedding down in the house, away from the skull, downstairs. I'm going to assume that you would be doing the same thing? Yes? Maybe? Yes, I'm, I'm with them. Okay, so you guys are roused by the sound of this knocking from upstairs again. What do you want to do? Terrible. Oh, yeah. Um. Also, I have a question. Merlin, last game, did you cast Detect Magic at any point? Uh, I had a vague I, uh, memory I, that you might have. Yes, I did. You did? Did I cast what? Detect Magic. The spell Detect oh, Magic. Oh, no, I did not... I I didn't ask you to detect magic. Oh, maybe I did. Do you I, remember, I vaguely remember I, I asked about the you magic would have been, when we found the, the critter behind the door. Yes. I did ask if magic. Okay, so I will... Uh, this, this kind of ruins the whole thing. But I will tell you, because I should have told you then, but I didn't. Detect magic lets you see through walls to a limited extent for anything magical. And outside the windmill... You couldn't quite make out the shape of it. It was kind of far away, but you got a sense that there was a a slight magic aura outside on the uh, the backside of the 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 windmill house. Okay. But maybe because it was dark, you didn't go out and investigate it yet, or something like that, to make up for my literary 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 uh, my literary error and not telling you it's okay so you know that there is uh that you have to find some way to purge the the evil from this this skull and you know it's upstairs moving around because you can hear it what do you guys want to do oh man can't why don't we just leave can't we just leave it in there <laughs> just okay. ignore the knocking you ignore <laughs> the knocking it gets louder and you hear some you hear some splintering sounds Oh, so it's going to escape. They're not going to let us sleep. It's going to escape the confines. And as you guys are starting to realize that it's going to escape the confines, you hear a resounding crash, and you start to smell some smoke, maybe. Some burning smell. It smells, it smells a little charred. It's sulfur. I smell sulfur. Okay, so... We took it down once before, but we need to do it different, is what you're saying. I'm saying that you know enough about this thing. I forget exactly what I told you last time. Let me look up how I put it. You know that the flame skull needs to have the curse on it purged, and that there's a couple ways to do that. A cleric could do it, or uh, you could dispel the magic upon it somehow. Does anybody know how to do that? <laughs> well, 
So Merlin, when you yeah. cast Detect Magic before, there were there were three things that were glowing around in the area that you could see. The skull itself, because you cast it when you found the thing upstairs. There was a there was something else in the closet upstairs that had a faint aura around it, and something outside the back of the house downstairs. Let's go take out the thing outside of the back of the house. So I don't know if Merlin shared that information with anybody, because you guys were, you know, about to be attacked by a flaming skeleton skull head thing. But Merlin, you know that you need to find something <coughs> to help with this. Why Why do you think that they're outside? What? Ashara? Why do you think we have to go outside and kill whatever is out there? Well, the glowing things. There's glowing things. Well, the thing in the closet, we can ignore him. Yeah, but he's going to bust out of the closet. That's what's happening. He never busted out before. He's trapped in there. But he's. We let him out when the we open The boards are splintering. He's coming out. Oh, no. So as you that. guys are talking it over, what's going on, and as the noise upstairs has abruptly stopped, you hear a cackling, uh, and it sounds like it's getting closer. Oh, he's coming for us! Everybody leave. Oh, no. Okay, there's three of us. There's three glowing things. We need to, like... Divide and conquer. Yes. But you don't know about the glowing things. Only Merlin knows that something... In the closet upstairs, the skull itself and something outside was glowing. There's something glowing in the closet? Where the skull was? Yes. Hmm. I could tell them, since we now have knocking going on, I should tell them about the thing outside. So what do you do as this flame skull comes around the corner again, uh, looking into the house where you guys are at with its glowing red eyes? Oh, no. Does that mean he broke out of his little box upstairs? Yep, he's broken out of the box upstairs. He's floated his way down through the lighthouse, or windmill, pardon, and is looking down the main hall of the house where you guys were gathered to sleep. I guess we should have killed him when we had the chance. You did kill him. We did, he yeah. He's alive again. Now he's back. Or I guess he was already what? dead, you made him deader, and now he's less dead, but still undead. <laughs> he was dead, then we made him more dead, now he's not as dead. <laughs> Which one is he? So, so can we get upstairs? Uh, you'd have to get past him. Great. The closer, the the closer safe space that doesn't have a big floating evil skull in it is the door in the kitchen leads to outside. Yep, we gotta go. We gotta run outside for the glowing thing. Okay, so how does how does this exchange go then, uh, Asharis? As you decide, you are you're booking it. Hurry up, we gotta get to the thing outside! You don't know there's a thing outside, though. Only Merlin knows there's a thing outside. Right. Merlin, you gotta tell something here. I tried to tell them. They couldn't hear me. What? So I still don't know anything? You know that there's a scary thing that came back from the dead to come get you, so maybe you just want to book it outside? Yeah, I'm gonna run outside. Do tell run away! That'll work. Run away. Baby, run away, away. All right, what do the other two of you do? 
we're following our fearless leader here. What? Can you tell me something? <laughs> Ghostslinger, what do you do? Follow them. All right. Asharis, you run out the uh, down the hall and out the door in the kitchen as you hear the arcane energies of the beam of energy that comes out of the skull's eyes launch down the hallway and you see a streak of black run up the side of the wall. Oh, wow. A streak of black? Yeah, as it, yeah, you know, it just... fries the inside of the wall and narrowly misses you. Oh, dang. Just missed us. And you got you burst out the door and into the kind of... It's pretty dark outside. You guys were getting ready for bed, so it's it's dark outside. You see the light shining out the windows of the house from where you guys were... Uh, where you had some lanterns lit inside the house, but it's pretty dark out here. You can't see a lot. You know your donkeys are nearby, over closer towards the windmill. Mm -hmm. So what do you want to do? Well, Merlin, you know that the thing that you saw was the opposite direction of the donkeys. It's around the oh, back no. of the house, whereas the donkeys are around the front near the windmill, where the windmill and the house meet. Are we going to get on the donkeys right away or something? You can do whatever you want. I'm just telling you what, what think... you see. Okay. I don't think I have enough power to... to. Uh, I don't have any across with from the gods of heaven and earth to put a curse on this thing or remove a curse. Yeah, you're not religious. You're not a cleric. You are a wizard of not arcane religious. origins. Hmm. So we should run... Uh, I'll, I'll light a torch while we're waiting. But let's go around the side of the building here. Which direction? Uh, behind the windmill. Behind the windmill. Towards Are the donkeys? Thing? Away from the donkeys. Okay, so the behind the house and behind the windmill, away from the donkeys. Yes. Uh, as what? out of character, you know that you want to go towards the thing I've told Merlin about, but yeah. in character, you don't know that. So yeah. what would you be doing? I'm going to have my blink dog covering my back. Oh, that hasn't happened yet. What? Well, oh, so yeah, I haven't. You, you, made, you made friends with him in the episode that hasn't happened yet, but right now uh, by your side is Sheila. Sheila. Sheila's with you. Sheila's covering my back then. Okay, covering your back, but are you booking it out of there or... Like, cause you know you can just you could get away from this thing. You you could hop on your donkeys and try and book it, but Merlin's going the opposite direction of that. So we gotta follow him, I guess. Okay. So Merlin, what do you say to drag them around the back of the windmill? Let's go this way and see where the power is coming from. Merlin, you you lit up your staff with light and you run around the backside of the the house. Yes. And as you round the side of the house attached to the windmill, you see uh, what looks like a birdbath at first until you notice that there's a large sigil that you've seen before that's uh, scrawled across the backside of the house. Mm. You recognize the sigil as the sigil of Shantae. You saw it in the book that you found at the altar of the abandoned church in white. Mm. If you remember, oh, she wow. is the god of essentially a, the god of the harvest. So, like, it would kind of make sense that this family would offer, what's it called? Tidings? 
tithes, offer tithes to uh, the the god of the harvest, uh, being a family that relies on a good wheat, uh, wheat harvest in order to make flour. Uh, so the sigil is painted across the side of the house, centered on the small shrine, or yeah, centered on this small shrine with water in it. It looks like a birdbath, like I said. Roll me an intelligence, religion, or wisdom check. And I'll roll Merlin's. Hmm, interesting. Wait, everyone's rolling? Yeah, sure, you could all have the chance to know things. What's your intelligence modifier, Merlin? It is. <coughs> I don't know any intelligence. Do you have any religion or wisdom? No. Oh, well, you're just stuck with whatever your role then. I got nothing. <laughs> Uh, plus four for me. It's 18 plus four. I got a 20! Oh no, you got it at 20! Alright, well, Merlin, you and Asharis both realize that from what you were told by the three families south of here, that there's a good chance that the family that lived here before they left must have been trying to purify their home. Now that you've realized the reason they left it is because, you know, portals to the underworld and all that jazz. There's a skull in there. So there's a good chance that the water that's gathered in the shrine might have enough power from whatever cleric was here to purify the spirit of this undead skull. Hmm. And it you see the people. a bright glowing around the corner that you just ran from where the skull is following after you, slowly laughing as he chases you around the house. Use the holy water! The power of Christ compels you! <laughs> Very good, children. And everybody roll initiative. Initiative. Hmm, I got a ten. Uh-oh, I lost our fight from last time. It must have got deleted. Jessica, seventeen. I've got a plus one on mine. All right. So I saw seventeen. What was the other? Ten. And a ten. So it's... Is that including your initiative bonus? Oh, five. Okay, fifteen. Ah! Messing me up. Okay, and then I have to roll one. Well, I was looking for it. Oh, that's 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 fun. Okay. But I couldn't find it. Stop saying the word! What do you mean? <laughs> oh no, I don't I don't knights. remember. I have to say that's the word the knights use a neat can knock out. Okay. I'm going to do According this. According to my this. paper, I do have some kind of religion, Derek. Yes, but it, I'm sure it's not a higher than a four. Oh, no. It's my, my it's just a, a just knowledge. Knowledge of religion. Oh, knowledge of religion. Okay, so. I get The three of you are standing in front of this shrine, and this flame skull comes around the corner, slowly laughing. And as it sees the shrine, its eyes light up a really bright red. And it opens its mouth inhumanly wide. And a ball of fire starts to build up and charges and gets bigger and bigger and bigger in front of it. And then it launches it at you. A ball of fire? A ball of fire. Burn, 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 the ring of fire. <laughs> Okay, and the three of you are caught up in... Epic battle. Everybody must make a dexterity saving throw. Oh no, are we going to die? Well, a giant ball of fire just engulfed all three of you. Or at least it's hurtling towards you. 
Where's my shield? Very far away, so we have time to move. You're not that far away. <laughs> and also, it came around the corner, saw the shrine, and immediately said, Nope, and launched a fireball at you. Nobody's had a chance to react yet. Uh, 13 plus 5? 16 plus a 3, so that's 19 for Jessica. Let me see here real fast what its DC is. Um, have to roll higher than a 13, everyone. Okay. Is that all of you so far? Yep. Merlin, you rolled a 19. So yes, as this thing flings a fireball from inside of its evil cackling mouth, the three of you see it come around the corner because its, it's light from its glowing flames kind of gives away its positioning in the dark. And the three of you each leap out of the way into a different direction and only take half of 21 damage. Oh my god. Seems not playing around. So, uh, that is, it's rounded down, so it's 10 damage for everybody as the, uh, the flames singe your feet as you jump out of the way. Nothing. Wow. But I can't find it. So, hmm. I don't know where it went. After that, it is Ghost Slinger's turn. Oh god. Terrible turn. <laughs> Ghost Slinger, <laughs> roll me a d20. <laughs> I got 16 again. Okay. You got a 16. What, uh, what's your intelligence modifier? Three, so it's a 19 again. Oh, a 19. So with a 19, and for having been the one who killed this thing last time by stabbing your sword through it, you can see on its face a kind of bright green crackling crack that runs through the, the bone of the skull from where you stabbed it before and it's reformed itself. And you feel like you can exploit that and it shouldn't be as hard to kill it this time as it was the first time. So okay. what do you want to do? Kill it again. All right. Well, I'm going to stab it with a short sword because that's what I do. Stab it. I like it. Stab it with a short sword. Well, tell him. So what'd you do? Beak. Spoke. <laughs> she rolled a 17. A 17 will hit this thing. So I'm assuming you run over to it and whack it in the face with your short sword. Yes. All right. Roll me a damage die. Four. Okay. Plus your dexterity modifier. So then it would be a seven. You do seven damage to the, uh, to the flame skull with your main hand weapon. Do you want to stab it again? Yes. Mm -hmm. Use two swords and pry it apart. Seven. Mm -hmm. uh, she rolled uh -oh. a seven. Mm -hmm. Plus her three. So it's a ten. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Alright, so you run up to it and you stab it with the first sword and as you're swiping across with the second sword it kind of pulls down off your sword and out of the way. But you can disengage as a thief and run off so that you're not standing right next to it. Time to disengage. Next up is Asharis. So do I know about the holy water? <laughs> you rolled high enough that you have a suspicion that you could try and purge the evil out of this thing with the water. It's worth a shot, is, is what I'm saying, is, is what you think. You think it's better Especially than trying to hot. lock it in the closet? If it's hot, and you but throw water on it, it's really cracked. And then put the water on it. That's up to you. Asharis, if you throw water on it and it's hot, it could crack. All right. 
I'll throw some holy water. So you're gonna... Well, you describe what you do. Just scoop up a handful and throw it! Okay. Alright. It's not right next to the shrine. Dang so it. you're gonna run over to the, the shrine, grab out a, ha- a cup, like a, a handful, a cupped handful of water, and then try and fling it at this thing as you run over towards it. I'm gonna say you get about halfway towards it, so you're probably about 15 feet away, and try and fling this water at it. Make a d20 roll. Mm. <sighs> 15? Let's add your dex modifier to that, too. 20? <laughs> okay. So, you fling your cup, your cupped hands full of water at it, and as the, uh, as the water hits its flames, you see the flames kind of die back, and they turn black for a second, like it charred across its bone, and it writhes and screeches at you as it takes damage from this holy water. Hmm. Alright, Merlin, it's your turn. Alright, that worked good. So, I'm gonna run for the holy water also. Alright. And I'm gonna get a mouthful of holy water. I like it, I like it. And I'm gonna run toward it as fast as I can and spit it right in his face. Okay, I like this. Give me a second. You get to be about six feet away from it, because the direction that you dove away from the fireball that scorched this yard behind this uh, the house led you closer to the the shrine. So you get over to it pretty quick, and then suck up a big bunch of water, and then run straight at this thing. Oh yeah, I roll your d20s. Okay, you also get a big gout of water on the onto the skull. And you hear it, it it starts to fall out of the sky a little bit where it's floating, and it screeches as it takes a bunch more damage from this holy water. Like the entire surface of it almost is just charred black. Uh, and there's only a little bit of flame left coming out of the bottom of the skull now. Ooh. Wow. Excellent. And then it is the skull's turn. Oh, oh no. And don't Asharis, do we have a water sack with us? Oh, you're standing right next to it, so it's going to have disadvantage on trying to roll ranged spell attacks. So that's going to be... Well, does does an 11 break your uh, armor class, Merlin? Armor class? Um, It's 11, yes. It is 11? Armor class 11. Okay. It, It rears back to launch... Those the the fire rays out of its eyes again, like it did in the hallway, and you can tell you're just not quite going to be able to get out of the way of it. Do you want to do the whole thing? Did you prepare shield for the day? I do have shields. That will increase your armor class by five. Yes. Okay, so describe it as you put up a, a shield around yourself. Magical shield can totally be anything you want. With my right arm... Inside my cape, I swing my arm straight up in front of me in a circular motion and throw a shield over the front of my body. All right. Just as you weren't about to get out of the way, you throw this magical shield in front of you and it blocks as this scorching beam of energy like kind of parts and goes around it like a dragon's breath around a knight's shield. Oh, man. Disadvantage is terrible. Does a nine... No, nine will not break your armor class. So it launches 
it just sits there and it concentrates its beam of energy on you for the entirety of its turn. You can feel its gaze, literally the power of its flaming gaze upon you, and your shield does not break. Ghostlinger, awesome. it's your turn. Ghostlinger, do you have a mirror? What? I mean, M and M's. I don't let these guys handle it. You you're can't... Eating M and M's. You're gonna I'm let gonna these guys handle it. Thing? Nah, you're... Does she have a mirror? Ghostlinger. Hmm? Do you have a mirror? What? A mirror. Mirror. And your makeup kit. Do you have a mirror? In real life, She's nodding her head, or or not in real life. I think you confused her. No, use the mirror. Yeah. Hold the mirror up in front of this thing and see if you can reflect its own image back on it. Do something. No, hit it. This is this is Merlin's Merlin's. Uh, no, you might finish it. Intelligence. No. Intelligence. Jessica. All right, Ghost Slinger holds her action. Asharis, it's your turn. You're terrible. <laughs> What? It's Eminem, so I gotta do nothing. I wouldn't have let you have him live. My automaton is still dead. I'm going to jump out the contents of my water skin. Oh, good idea. Uh, okay. And grab the water from the holy water baby. Alright. Good idea. You can get a real big mouthful. Oh. Yellow nails and all. Alright, you run over to the you run back to the the shrine, and there's less water in it now than there was, but you can still get a decent amount of it scooped up into your water skin. Uh, but you won't be close enough to just dump it onto it, because last time you had to fling water at it. So you could dash back next to it, but then you won't be able to dump the water skin until next turn. Can I throw it to Merlin? Yes. Yes, you can. He's closer than you are. Roll me a higher than a five on a dexterity roll 13 okay merlin there's a water skin flying through the air at you i'm grabbing it and i'm right. around from behind my shield and get as close as i can and start squirting this water directly on the top head of this thing all right let's do this oh man i rolled 46 i rolled two sixes and two fives <laughs> So that is, the two sixes would have been enough to kill it. The two fives mean that you would have been able to kill it the first time around. The skull, along that crack that Ghostslinger made in it when she killed it the first time, it starts to split. You can see that green energy of it uh, start to radiate out from that crack as you're just dumping the water from the water skin on it. And it splits along that until the screeching sound of the skull just stops coming. It slowly trails off into a whisper, and it falls to the ground and breaks in half. Boom! Awesome. And you don't think it's going to be back to bother you again. How about you? Okay. Is it, does that mean it's a break? What does this mean, Derek? What's what mean? Proficiency bonus? That means when you attack with a weapon... You get to add your proficiency bonus to it, or if you attack with your magical oh, attacks, you get to add your proficiency bonus to it. It's included in your two-hit roll of okay. the your magic attacks. Like when you do a firebolt and you throw a bolt yeah. of fire at someone, you add, what is it, like plus seven, I think? That plus two is included in that. So when your proficiency goes up, it'll increase your two-hit roll. 
Oh, it's cl included in there. All right. Yeah. So, so the the green thing fell to the ground in two pieces. Is there anything left of it? Uh, yeah. It appears to be a um, a mundane skull now. It doesn't look like any magic energy is is left in it. No residue on it. Nope. Uh, I, it's still charred black from the the holy water being poured on it. Hmm. Nothing worth saving for me. Um, you might be interested in saving a piece of it, but I don't think you'd have to save the whole thing. You can't get anything out of the charcoal. Well, that depends on whether or not you want the uh, the charred residue of a undead sorcerer. Carbon dating not invented yet, so I guess you could make a match. They use carbon to make matches. Sulfur. Okay. Uh, should we go on around the building? You could. You could investigate the rest of the building. What's the other magical thing? Well, I'm going to tell you about it now. I saw a glowing through the built the side of the building when I was using my uh, powers to look into the wall. Yeah, and there was something glowing on the outside of the building, and I was wondering if it was giving the power to this skull. But apparently, the skull was on its own. You believe that what you saw is the the water that had collected in this shrine? Yes. So now we have no more holy water. So let's uh, go on around the building and see what. The glow was. There's, let's see, if you wanted to collect something, Merlin, that there's probably enough holy water that you could absorb it out of the, what's the bottom of this shrine and then kind of squeeze the drippings out into a vial. Let's do that. I've still got time to make something out of these little vials that I've been collecting along the way. All right. And after you do that, you investigate the rest of the outside of the building and you don't find anything else particularly of interest. Uh, it's dark. There's a, a light wind from the south. And uh, when your donkeys see you, they seem a little bit uneasy. But they're perfectly fine sitting out here just waiting for morning. Well, they sleep standing up, so. Okay, so there's no more glowing things. Well, there was so that. We can we can sleep. There was to... potentially the the thing upstairs that wasn't the skull. Uh, in the trunk? Nope, the trunk was empty. But in in the um, the closet upstairs, you have a memory that something in the closet... You were distracted because of the fight, but something in the closet that wasn't attacking you had a faint glow to it. Hmm. We should go take a look at that. Yep. Maybe we'll get a good night's sleep after all. Okay, so you guys head back in the windmill and climb up the stairs and as you're climbing up you can see areas on the on the wall where the skull as it had made its way down the stairs laughing had burned streaks of energy across the the wall with its uh is there any writing heat ray any writing or markings on the wall uh symbols it, it looks pretty random it doesn't seem like it left you a message in the wall or anything <laughs> All right, when you get up to the top floor of the windmill, ah. uh, you see the mechanism for the windmill uh, looks pretty damaged. The door that you guys boarded closed has been launched across the room to the other side. It looks like it was blown off the hinges and the boards that you guys put up across the, the door are broken in half as it exploded its way out of the closet. 
Wow. Glad we weren't in there. It had a lot of power. Glad we found that holy water. Okay. So, what do you guys want to do? We're looking in the closet. All right, you're investigating the closet. The wood around the doorway is charred black from the force of the explosion that burst out this closet. The equipment that's in the closet, so there was some, some like, tools... Jeez. And some maintenance equipment for the uh, for the for the windmill. There's like some sails in here and stuff, and they look like they're all charred and messed up. But as you are investigating Merlin, you're looking around to where your memory of this thing that you thought you saw out of the corner of your eye was. You find you move out of the way some of this this sails for the for the windmill vanes, and you find a a board. That doesn't look like it's seated in the floor quite right. Let's remove the board. Check it out. And you go to pull up the board, and sure enough, it comes up easy. Uh, and inside, you find a small chest. It's like a uh, a jewelry box type thing, almost. Mm. Wow. Unusual that they would leave that here. But they were afraid when they left. So they left with great haste. Yep. Let's open the jewelry box and take a look. All right, Merlin, you pull the jewelry box up out of this hole in the floor, and you pop the lid open on it. It's not locked. Uh, it looks like they'd just hidden it away, and maybe it was a, a while ago. Maybe it wasn't even the same... Family. Well, it would be the same family, but not, like, the same parents. Maybe it was a grandparent or something that left it there, uh, <laughs> hidden away. And the children had lost track of where it was. And inside, as you open this this small box, you find four coins. They are about the size of normal gold coins, but they're not from the the kingdom that you would recognize. They're they seem like they're from somewhere they're from else. Island. They're marked with uh, birds stamped on either side of them. Uh oh, Egypt. And I can't remember, Ghost Slinger. <laughs> what what do you remember from in the in the catacombs at White? Nothing rings a bell. Okay, good. Then it doesn't matter if I don't remember. You guys don't remember either. Oh, uh, there was the one thingy. Oh, you just that want me to tell you? Is that what I'm hearing? You just want me to tell you what's special, what's going on right now? Well, you're gonna oh, have to wait one. and find out yourself later. She said there's the one thing. The one thing? That one thing that she doesn't remember? I don't remember a lot. And I was pretty old, so... I look to her to remember things, because she seems to be pretty good at it, despite the fact she's always playing with other stuff. And mm -hmm. not, not paying just attention to me. She's pretty smart, that little one. So, uh, what do you do with these coins? Let's examine them. Okay. They're uh, solid gold coins. Uh, you don't think Ooh, you'd have any. Gold. You don't think you'd have any trouble spending them as gold coins at any establishment, uh, but you feel like uh, maybe to the right person they're worth more than a single gold because they're uh, they're definitely exotic. They're not from around here. They're from Oak Island. There you go. I forget. Did you guys get uh, bridles for the donkeys last time? Yes, we. We got bridled, yes. Okay, good. Then you got those out of there before the skull wrecked everything. Let's see. Yes. So you stashed these coins, I'm, uh, I assume? Oh, yeah. We're going to put them in a special bag. 
Boom, boom, boom. All right, right. pocket the coin. Let's go to bed. And you don't find anything else that suggests that uh, you'll have trouble sleeping here tonight. You feel like uh, you've you've probably taken care of the the issue. Was there anything else in the in the, the money box, like a note or a picture or a drawing or a piece of parchment paper? Nope, just coins. And uh, it's just got coins. the box has a, a kind of a, a felt liner. It's uh, it's a faded purple. There's no secret uh, second bottom underneath the box or anything like that. Uh, so do, like you, do you tear it apart to look? There's a drawer. I mean, you know, sometimes there's just more than to that to do you the tear, eye. Do you tear it apart to look? I'd like to tear it apart and look, yes. Okay, you tear the box apart and there's no secret compartment. It's just the four <laughs> coins. But now What's you don't have hinge? a box anymore. Well, it was too big to carry anyway. What's the hinge made out of? It's a little brass hinges, like you'd find on a jewelry box. It's not a gold mm. box? Nope, like it's a wooden box with a curved top and a faded purple liner that had four coins in it. Like a little Pirates of the Caribbean box, but small. Yep. So well, darn, the coins were magic? Box. What's that? The coins are magic? That's how he saw them, right? Potentially. Hmm. All right, okay. Well, let's check them for magic. Do you cast to detect magic? Yes, let's de let's detect magic spell. Okay, it's the end of the day. It's fine. Yes, the coins glow softly. Mm -hmm. Is there any warmth to that? Nope. They just appear to be regular old gold coins, other than the fact that they glow. Wow. You don't think they're radioactive, do you? Radio well, you cast detect magic in order to make them glow. It is your spell that makes magic items show themselves to to you. Okay. All right. I will hold the coins. Okay. There's a significant number of four for some reason. There's only three of us. And then do you guys bed down for the night? Do you do anything else? I believe so. No. Did you patch yourself up? Did it, you guys all got a little bit burned? A little singed there? Oh, there's... I'm fine. Let me ask a question about the uh let me ask a question about the the sales for the windmill you say they're scorched are they uh if i unroll it is there good material in, inside it looks like the material in here is mostly made for patching so it's sheets of uh of canvas and you how you might be able to find some that's of usable piece size but like not enough to make clothes out of Oh, I was thinking of a hammock for a gold slinger or... Oh, um... Those... You could probably, but you'd have to take quite a few pieces and, and put them all together in order to make it happen. Can you see this, my son? I can see a little girl with her mouth wide open. <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were looking or not. She, it's the most activity I've seen. Ghost slinger, what are you doing? Why are you eating that? <laughs> Since we started the game, I've never seen her have this much activity. Don't swallow your tongue. Don't do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was like howling like a werewolf there for a minute. She had her head cocked back and her mouth was open and she was. Oh, now she's making <laughs> that little girl face that she makes when she's disgusted. <laughs> like a like a YouTube celebrity. She's just so upset with the world. The world is a disappointment. I'm pretty upset with the world myself right now. Same. 
My lights burn. I think we're at intermission. So you guys bed down for the night. Nothing else happens. You guys aren't disturbed. You probably keep a watch like normal. But uh, do we have? Do we get any points for uh, battle or any points for? Oh yeah, experience is a good idea. Anything gone up? Anything Let's gone see. up since the last time you were there? Well, you haven't leveled again, if that's what you're asking. When was the last time I gave you guys experience points? I don't know. Oh, it's been. It's been, uh, I didn't write the date, but, uh... All right, everybody adds 275 experience points for defeating the evil skull. And you guys didn't fight anything last... You you fought the skull last time, but it wasn't dead. It's a double experience for killing it twice? Uh, sadly not. I have 2611 on mine. And I'm gonna add... How much? 200 and what? 275. Let's see, mine only says 25.50. All right, so that would be six. So what are we supposed to be at? Well, everybody level set on on Merlin for uh, 275 additional. So what are you at, Merlin? Uh, 26.11. Add 275. That ends up at 28.86. Okay. And I better check my... Oh, yeah, we got a ways yet to go. We're good. Wait, I thought you guys were uh, level four already. Yeah. Okay. We're definitely level four. It says level right. four on my uh, on my wizard level. All right, so you guys are level four. Uh, we set on the next day. Yeah, you guys sleep through the night. Nothing bothers you. You probably keep watch like normal, just in case, since creepy skeleton head came back from the dead last time. After getting an uneasy night's sleep, you wake up to a drab morning. The sky overhead is cloudy, and the dew is laying on the ground all around you. As you get up and start moving around outside, you can feel moisture penetrating into your gear. The chill seems to go right to your bones. You feel like it'll be good to put some distance between you and this windmill. It's no wonder that the family that was here before you packed up and abandoned the place. Yes. As you get up and head north, taking your spoils of, uh, of this place with you. Yes. yes, we're going. We're we're going on up to Scale Ridge. As your donkeys continue taking you northward, the land around you is starting to shift from wild grassy fields that you have been traveling through into something different. There are large rocks spotted about the landscape. Things aren't as flat as they have been for the prior days of your journey to this point. The hilltops are taller and the valleys are deeper. As you're riding along, Merlin, it's probably about two o'clock in the afternoon. You suddenly hear that familiar voice in your head. Merlin, yeah. I sense that you are closer now. I am Argal, the Silver. I look forward to meeting you and being rid of these orcs. The Silver. Can you spell that, Argal? A-R-G-A-L. All right. I'll have to tell my traveling companions about this. Okay. Do you want to tell them as you walk? Asharis, I just got a... Message from Argal, A R G A L. <laughs> he says we're he knows we're closer now, and he's looking forward to meeting us at uh, Scale Ridge. I wonder if he has any uh, knowledge of actually where we are exactly. Mm. How does he get into my head? Like, can he track you? Yes, he's tracking us. Mm. I wonder if he has anything about throwing these ghosts at us and things. 
We're going to find out. Good RP. I like it. So you guys continue walking along, and a couple of days go by. Asharis and Ghostslinger, this is where your uh, your adventure in the Feywild happens. If you want to tell uh, tell Merlin some of what happened to you while you were asleep last night. We met... What's his face? Dargon. Dargon! <laughs> what? Or Dargon of Dargon Keep! <laughs> and that up there is a Dargon! <laughs> In the Feywild. And... He was beset upon by a dragon, no? Yes. A dargon. A dargon, yes. Um, and, an undead dargon. And you recognized it. Yes. It seemed from like... Our, from our dream before. And wow. we defeated a bunch of orcs. A bunch of orcs. And... There was a caster who was keeping the undead dragon out of the castle. Then he disappeared. And we found him, and he was a kobold. Co- kobold? Holy mackerel. Yeah, however you say that. Which is what we were been looking for. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah, you guys. Was there any reward? What? Did you get a reward? It's the Feywild. We don't get rewards. We're rewarded with no I was rewarded with a Blink Dog. Okay. That's where the Blink Dog comes in. Oh, and as you say, uh, say Blink Dog, off some distance away in the uh, near a rock. Actually, no, standing majestically on top of a rock. You hear a pop, and your Blink Dog pops in. And, uh... Oh, wow. Can you just call this anytime? And Potato invited you to a video call. <laughs> What's what? an emo potato? That's the name of your blink dog. <laughs> Ooh, very strange. Yeah, I forget. What did you name your what did you name your blink dog while he defended you in the Feywilds? We didn't name him. He doesn't have a name. Does he? He's just called Blink Dog. It's up to you. You should have some majestic name, you know? I'll look up some names. Yeah, we need some look it up. We call him Church. Church in our red versus blue uh, <laughs> theme of the animals. Warthog. <laughs> Church. Church. Puma. <laughs> All right. Church. So, Asharis, what actually, Asharis and Ghostslinger, what do you guys think? Do you tell Merlin that you think what you saw was real, or do you tell him that you think it was a dream? How do you feel about it? So, I think that it was real. We were seeing. Argal, who he has told us is the name of the man now, defending the castle from the orcs in the Feywild. What? No? It's a Dargon. <laughs> but Dargon was the lord. Yes, helping to keep them out, but Argal is the kobold, I think. So have you gained favor with his Argal? We didn't get to talk to him, did we? We saw him and we woke up, right? Yeah. Hmm. Jessica, do you remember the name of the kobold? It wasn't Argo. So, do you say anything, Ghostlinger? Twas not Argald! Hmm. This is a fraud! So there's a split universe and, like, this is happening here and that's happening there? Ghostlinger, do you remember the name of the kobold? 
No. You only remember that it's not Argal. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, All right, I'll give you a hint. It started with an R, didn't end in a gall. Mm. Richard. <laughs> Merlin, do you remember the name of yeah. the kobold that you're going to meet? Or that's going to meet you? Well, yes. Uh... Well, now I'm confused. If it wasn't the kobold that we saw in the dream... I didn't know it was a kobold. I hate to ask, but what was the first letter again? It starts with an R. You guys oh are going... God. You've been told that you will be met in the foothills of Scale Ridge by a green kobold, and his name... Oh, green kobold. His name is Rawl. Rawl. I was thinking it was an R.A. Hmm. And so, Merlin, you recognize that they said that they saw a green kobold, who is a caster, caster, in this dream of theirs. And I think you've scoffed before at the idea that a kobold could be a caster. Because kobold are little more than pests. They don't have very high intelligence and shouldn't be able to master the complexities of the arcane arts. Hmm. Well, things are changing. But Ghostslinger definitely said she had a feeling that these things are connected somehow. Oh, I agree with that. Again. <laughs> okay, so you guys continue traveling. The windmill is well behind you now, and the road ahead is clear, although the path is not as easy as it was in the flatlands. You are certain that you've been spending more time climbing hills than heading down their slopes. The last couple of nights you've been able to see your breath in the air. You're getting closer to your destination. And as you walk along the road, you come upon a figure in the distance. And it seems like they have a small wagon with them. As you draw near, the figure draws back their hood, and reveals a homely-looking old woman. Hello, my dearies! I knew you would be along any day now! I'm sure you are tired from your travels. I have been so hopeful that you would make it. Would you like to buy one of my pies? Yes. No. Hmm. Strange woman on the side of the road selling pies. Doesn't sound normal. Doesn't sound normal. How did she know we were coming? Well, I I knew you were coming. I've, I've seen it. I've seen you coming for several days now. She's a seer. She's a demon. Kill her. <laughs> Burn the witch. You look in her cart and you see a collection of pies. They appear to be several different flavors. You think you can see your favorite kind. We should buy one. Yep, I think so. When the wind blows, the smell your way, it seems as if your own mother made these pies. Ooh. My mother doesn't make pies. What? I do hope that I got the recipe right. Each of you has such different tastes. She lifts up a pie out of the wagon and presents it to you. They're only one silver each, and I'm sure you could use a good home-cooked meal. You've been on the road for so long now. I'm buying. I'm taking a pie. Okay. This person could be a demon, but okay. Hey, we've been on the road too long to care. She got pie. <laughs> I don't care about right. They're just one silver each. But if you don't have to spend the money, you could help me out this winter. Or sorry, you could help me out by chopping some wood to keep my oven going through the winter. You know that it's spring, but she doesn't uh she doesn't seem to acknowledge that the weather's changing. And you think that's a little odd. See a demon. 
And there's a dog. <laughs> I'm buying pie. Yeah, I bought the pie. Oh my Jesus. Okay. I'm buying a pie. You each hand over your silver. She has five pies. They are two servings each of five HP when not in combat. Ooh, look, see, you want five HP? Uh, no, don't. And you're allowed to take a taste without without using up the, the five HP. So, like, you can taste it now if you want to taste it. Mine tastes wonderful. What yeah. kind of pie did each of you get? Apple pie. Oh, uh, the best kind. I know That's Dad likes pumpkin, pumpkin pie and cherry pie. I do like I like pumpkin, pumpkin and cherry, pie. yes. I'll have one each. Oh, two pies for you, hey? Two pies for me. If they're going to poison me and kill me, I'm going to go out in style. Yeah, I'm going to be a happy person. <laughs> Jessica likes pumpkin pie. Ah, but Ghost Slinger didn't get a pie. I do not want a pie. I do not care for pie. You're very strange. These are health pies. They're Just demons. think of them as, you know, like the mushroom from Mario. I was the queen of the Smash Bros. <laughs> Stop so reminding do me. You, do you ask her anything or interact with her at all or just take pies and move on? No, take the pies and leave. You should ask her something. No, no. I'd like to ask her where she comes from. Oh, I live just over that hill over there. I'm a hermit. I uh, I just make food for the people that are traveling the road. There have been quite a few recently. It had been you pretty know, barren, but apparently there's some, some hullabaloo up near Draycott. Hmm. Draycott? That's where we turn. We turn left at Draycott. We're heading to Scale Ridge. Do you know Ergal? A-R-G-A-L? Oh, funny you should mention it. I do know an Argal. When you meet him, you shouldn't be brash. She looks specifically at Ghost Slinger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is very powerful, but he isn't supposed to get involved in the affairs of the world. I'm sure he will help you, but you are not his charge. His years are long, but he still has his own path to take. Your path is to meet him, but it is blocked by creatures of shadow. If you can reach him, I'm sure he will answer many of your questions. Ooh. Wow. Sounds nice. I have to ask, what is pulling her cart? Oh, nothing. She doesn't have anything in front of her cart. She pulls it herself. Okay. So it's like a... Uh, it's uh, like a, a Red Rider wagon. Oh, Red Rider. Okay. That's what I drew. <laughs> yeah, look at that. <laughs> a Red Rider wagon. Good. With a pie salesman. Okay. Well, if you guys are going to stick around for a while, I can give you another pie in exchange for chopping some wood for me. Okay. I haven't seen many trees here. Ooh. All of these big rocks make it hard to maneuver. We need to get on our way up to uh, Draycott. Oh, I'm sure there's make... plenty up there for you to do. It'll keep you busy for a while, for sure. Hmm. Well, the windmill is now empty, so if you want to go back down there and live... Oh, no, I'm fine with my little hut. It's it's just enough for me to take care of. Anything as large and gaudy as that will just be being tied down to the house. So you know of the windmill, then? Oh, yes. I've traveled this road before. I haven't always been this old, you know. Did you know it was haunted? Oh, I heard something about that, that poor family running out of there. I wondered what had driven them out. 
demons. I have a coin here. I have the, the four silver for you for my pies. Oh, that's quite nice of you. I only need two for the two you took. But I got two pies, aren't they? Oh, it's one silver a piece? Yeah, one silver a pie. And how old are you, roughly? Oh, old enough to be your grandmother. <laughs> Let me show you a coin and tell me what you think of it. Oh, this is a very interesting coin. I haven't seen one like this in many years. And where did you see the one that you saw? Oh, it's been down south a ways. There used to be a kingdom. Uh, the one where White stands now. Uh, oh. Maybe you've heard of it. Uh, Mercia. Yes, that was what it was. Gee, what was? That was the thing. That was that was the thing the ghost slinger couldn't remember that she knew she knew. Gee. So now what do you know? From that place? Who's from that place? The coin. Oh. If Ghostlinger would only play the game, I'm sure she'd have a blast. I am playing the game. But I can't hear you, so it makes it so much harder. Oh, wow. Okay, they're from Mercia. The coins. You should keep good care of those. Perhaps Argal would want them. Possibly. He has an interest in all things rare and exotic. Would he pay more than what they're worth? Oh, any help he gives you is worth far more than gold. Hmm. He's asked us to come visit him. Oh, really? Unfortunately, he hasn't given us safe passage. For how far you've had to travel, that must have taken him a great deal of power. We came from Brentwood. You must be very important for him to have called for you. Hmm. I hope so. This is going to be a bad journey if we come for no reason. <laughs> there aren't many people that a dragon would need that kind of help from. The dragon. Does the dragon breathe fire? Uh, kind of. I've heard that it's not hot when Argal breathes. It's cold. I, I can breathe fire. Oh, that's a neat trick. I am Merlin, Wait, the magician. Wait, so the dragon is calling us? Did we know that? He's like a dragon warlock. That's what I based one of my characters off of. A dragon warlock is calling us? Oh, lady, what is your name? Oh, I am Melissa. Is that Melissa? Yes. Hmm. It sounds so young. It spells like you're young, a young Melissa. Well, thank you, young man. <laughs> Have you heard of Raul? R-A-U-L-L? Raul. Oh, Raul? Uh, I believe that he's uh, Argal's assistant. No. How do you know so much? Oh, being an old lady gets you a lot of stuff. You hear things. People don't tend to care if they talk around you. And like I said, I haven't always been this old. I used to travel around a lot myself. And selling pies? You would meet a lot of people. I've met Argal once. It was many years ago. That's why I know that one should be very careful not to anger him. You're going to get eaten by a dragon. <laughs> what time does the sun go down here? Well, how much time do how much time do we have before the sun goes down? I don't have a time piece, but uh it's it's you mean what time of day is it right now when you came across game, yeah. when you came across her? 
It's, let's see, I think I said this one was going to be probably about mid-morning, so like 11. And if you spent the afternoon, she would give you a pie for free if you spent the afternoon chopping wood near her hut. I think we should spend the afternoon chopping wood, and then is your house on the way to uh, Dry Cut? Oh, it's not far from here. If you stop, you'll have to basically spend the rest of the day. Chopping wood, I suppose. Yes, but I will make you a fresh pie straight out of the out of the oven. Ooh. How about dinner? Oh, I we could probably work something out. I'm sure you guys have some supplies with you. I don't have much besides my baking goods. Do you have fresh water? Oh yes, yes. For the horses. There's a small pond by my by my hut. I have to have okay. everything that you need to live, otherwise I couldn't be here. I think we'll spend the day chopping wood. Mm. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Follow me. Follow me. I'll show you to where my small woods is and my hut and the and the the water for your donkeys. And she uh she takes you on up the road a little bit and then uh turns off to the left and you see uh just over the top of the hill a small wooded area. There's not a huge deal of like large trees, but there's a few big ones that you can get some good wood out of. And the small pond that she promised, full of water. And it looks like it's fed by a nearby stream, so it's not stagnant. You don't have to worry about that. Okay, the horses will be happy, and we'll be happy, and we'll get fed, and uh, maybe even take a bath. What do you think, Asharis? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, and you guys spend the uh, spend the day with uh, with Melissa the Hermit and kind of take a load off from having walked along the trail for several days now. All right. It is 8 o'clock. Do you guys want to call it there for the night? Or do you want to continue along on your journey? I don't have a lot left that I have planned, so we could probably get to the fork in the road if you want. Dry cut? Yeah, the fork uh, between Scale Ridge and Drycott. If we sleep at Drycott, there's there's not much there. I mean, I think I'd rather stay the, the day at the old lady's house. And oh, no, nice you're, you're staying the day at the old lady's house. I'm asking whether or not you want to continue tonight on to another couple of days of travel and get to this fork in the road that's coming up. Well, uh, I'm using my wisdom and saying... I foresee nothing happening between now and Drycott, so uh, we could just go on to Drycott and camp there and wait till the next episode. So, okay, let me, let's use uh, 20 minutes. We'll go till 8.15, just a second. So you guys leave behind Melissa the next morning, and she waves goodbye to you as you head up the road, and your impression is that she's just a cheery old lady that, you know, likes to live a simple life, and she makes her... uh, the little bit of money that she has off of passers-by that buy her baked goods. And you guys continue walking on up the pass for a couple more days. You can see mountains on the horizon now. You've been watching them grow larger with every passing day. Sadly, it's not just the change in the landscape that tells you you're in a new place. You continue up the path, and as you do, you see this, this sign that slowly gets larger in front of you. Standing in front of you on the path is a crudely made warning sign. There is a human skeleton on a pike that makes up one of the supports for the sign. And on it, it says, These mountains belong to Graz Skullcrusher. That's spelled G-R-A, capital Z, lowercase z. Skullcrusher, ending with an A. 
It sounds terrifying. A human skeleton? Yep. Can you spell that again? G-R-A-Z-Z. But the second to last Z is a capital. Was that a Z as in zebra? Yep. G like uh, giraffe. Uh, R as in Robin. A as in... Apple. Apple. Z as in zebra. Z as in zebra. And the second one is a large Z, huh? Uh, the first one is a large Z. Okay, then the second one's a small Z. Yep, second one's a small Z. Okay. And uh, you didn't expect to see that on the on the road. No. But you do know that the whole reason that Argal called you is because there's orcs in his mountain. Yes, that's true. We have really no weapons. We just have our intellect. A few small swords. And, we have uh, no we have no weapons, only fire and swords and real big knives. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have an army. And bows. <laughs> oh, no, you are not a standing army. Moving together. We have an owl that flies overhead and tells us what's going on. Yeah, we also have my We have a, a blink dog right. that pops in and out every now and then. And some guy that attacks Asharas, I mean, a... Uh, Ghostslinger every now and then. Yeah, I'm looking out for that guy, though. Next time he comes, I'm going to kick his butt. Except that I'm so old. Okay, so what do you guys do? Do you just head on past the warning sign? Yes. Of course, yes. No fear. Okay. We're going past the warning sign. Once you make your way past the warning sign, it isn't terribly long before you run into a, a caravan heading south down the road. There's a bunch of people. Their clothes are kind of disheveled. It looks like they've been through some trouble up the path. More deserters. Uh, you see lots of women and children. Where's all the men, ladies? One of them kind of just shakes her head at you as the carriage goes by. And everybody looks really uh, downcast. They look very downcast. There's not a lot of hope amongst these people. There's a windmill you can stay in down the road. There's nobody there. Besides a portal to the underworld. You hear one of the small kids say, Thanks, stranger. Mm. Thanks, random dude. Mm. I'd give you a piece of my pie, but I just paid for it, and it's delicious. <laughs> I'd give you nothing, because <clears throat> I'm greedy. As we move on up the road toward Drycott. Okay, you guys head past the caravan and make your way to a fork. And there's another sign, but this one's not so orcish in nature. It's a simple wooden post uh, pounded into the ground and an arrow pointed in one direction and an arrow pointed in the other direction. One says Drycott to the north and the other points south and says Scale Ridge. Really? Got it's funny, I thought I was supposed to go to Drycott and turn left and go to uh, Scale Ridge. So Drycott isn't far up the road to the north. You're basically at its doorstep. You could turn to the right and be dry cut by dark. You can turn to the left and head down probably a day's travel down the uh, down the foothills, and you'll be at the base of Scale Ridge Mountain. It's up to you what you want to do. You can head straight to uh, straight to Scale Ridge, or you can head up into Drycott to rest up for the night. It's is Drycott a town? Uh, Drycott is a castle. Castle. Drycott Castle. You got me doing it. It's Draycott. With a name, D-R-A, Draycott, not Drycott. D-R-A-Y. I know it was Draycott, because Draycott sounds weird. D-R-A-Y-C-O-T. Okay, Draycott. 
It's up to you. Do you want to head straight uh, straight south down to Scale Ridge, or do you want to head north to Drake uh, Dracot? And that'll help me plan well, out what we do for next time. I feel pretty good about the old lady, and we had a nice meal. But uh, if Dracot is a, a castle, maybe we should go there and snoop around and see if we can get any information on this uh, Argyll character, since we don't want to ruffle his feathers. Information is key. We need to know everything we can know about this guy. But he's not a guy, is he? Well, we know, but we need to know more about him, don't you think? You just want to go down there and confront him? You're supposed to be friends with him because you killed some of his or helped him out with some, uh, some stuff. In a, in a future episode, you had some battles for him. No, it's a past episode with now. Right. Happened during one of the nights right. when uh, you guys were walking. You were, you're supposed to be friends with this R-A-U-L-L, Raul, which is his right-hand man, supposedly. Mm. So maybe you have an in with him. Mm. You want to go straight there? We're talking it over, guys. I don't know. I, I mean... If we go to the castle, we may learn something. All right. We've been on the road for weeks. Yeah. Let's go to the castle. All right. Uh, Asharis may get a... I mean, uh, Goldslinger may get another hat. <laughs> there might might be another peddler there. Yeah, I missed her facial expression at the mention of a hat. I could get some of these uh, burn marks off my Our clothes. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, and you I guys are a, definitely in your uh, your heavy winter gear now, because it's it's chilly. It's, it's not like down south. You guys have been headed north for a while. Yeah, I tried to take a. a bath in that pond and it was just too cold for me. I'd like to get into a, a castle that's got some fire. Yep. Sounds good to me. To the castle then. To the castle! Alright, so you guys are going to head north to Draycott and uh, see what you can learn while you're over there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's where we'll uh, end it for this week. I didn't plan that, but it worked out well.